Welcome to Grounds for Discussion, a book club podcast for the average Joe. Hi, everybody. I'm Laura. And I'm Becky. And today we are discussing the book Emma by Jane Austen. Mm -hmm. So, Beck, we talked a little bit just briefly beforehand, but um, I don't have any coffee this morning, which is a little sad. It's a little sad for you. (laughs) It is sad for me. That is sad for me. But you don't Um, always drink coffee right away in the morning. I I don't, and I was super lazy this morning and didn't get up until practically it was time to record. So... (laughs) Roll out of bed. <laughs> Roll out of bed and into the recording area. Um, Aren't you glad people can't see what we look like? <laughs> I know, right? Actually, um, Anchor keeps telling me that they have like video oh, podcasts and stuff now. And I'm like, ah. Uh, silliness. silliness. <laughs> anchor now. Come on If now. we wanted to do that, we'd um, use YouTube. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We don't need people to see what we look like. <laughs> You don't need to be seeing my crusty eyes. Mm-hmm. No, what go, what's going on with this T-shirt hair right now? Stained a, coffee. Exactly. Stain. No, that's ridiculous. That's Actually, for that's for these. One of the only times that I look semi decent because well, because you, yeah, because you're about to go out. Yeah, I do not go out on friend. the town, baby. I love. No, Go to the I eye doctor. Do <laughs> yeah, I big big out on the town. Oh, no, um, I love it. Okay, but so I just thought that was funny. Anyway, I do. I no, I don't. I no, I don't. Uh, I ha, Laura. I tried to go back to a tried and true, which is cinnamon. You know, and sure. I just, it's not hitting the spot this morning. It's not. Mm, I hate that. Don't you hate that? Yeah. It's like, I even sometimes, I, this might be weird, but like before I make my coffee, sometimes I'll smell all my different variety, like my different flavors. Like spices. And be like, do I want to taste that smell? Do I want to taste this smell? And I was like. That's not weird to me because I do that with cooking. Oh, really? So. Yeah, like, I'll be like, do I want to add this spice to the yeah. soup or whatever? Yeah. Like, do I want, you know, like, what flavor profile do I want? Do yeah. I want it to smell like this or, you know. I mean, that yeah. makes sense with cooking. I guess just with coffee, I, I... Yeah, that makes sense to me. I mean, I don't know if people do that, but I do. So... Well, if I had more flavors to work with, I usually just usually use syrup, and I can only... Yeah. They only let me buy one kind at Starbucks, so... Mm, yeah. <laughs> so, Yeah, I, you know. got, I got my... Cinnamon, coconut, uh, caramel's a biggie. It's a biggie. Sure, always. Uh, yeah, I can't think of what else. Pumpkin, you know, but I have to be in the nice. mood for some of those. So Yes, I hear you. Anyway, all that to say, I think I'm going to go to Starbucks after this. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> and, I, I will say, though. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, and I feel like I could treat myself because tomorrow's my anniversary. Yes. Yes. Happy anniversary. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. What are you, what are you up to now? What oh, are you up to these we're years? We're up to nine years. Nine. I know. Nice. nice. We always were like, we're going to do something big in our 10 year. And now we're like, whoops, we didn't plan ahead. <laughs> Let's go pick up a kid from what? Taiwan or something. <laughs> <I> d- <laughs> 
let's let's just go grab a kid <laughs> that'll over be there. our it anniversary <laughs> next year probably oh we'll, well that's a good anniversary it is, it is that's but, a really you know, good one who knows if it'll oh, actually be it. next year or not so <laughs> right 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 it could be in 2032 exactly exactly <laughs> she's 18 years old but you know I'm her. sorry. I shouldn't. I shouldn't <laughs> joke. That's so sad. No. Um, it's it's a jokey sad. You know. <laughs> yes. No. I, I joke about I, that, that. I'm okay. <laughs> I'm fine. No. Um. No. But yeah, that's. I know. That's the thing. It's like you got to plan ahead. But yeah. you know, there's nothing to say you can't have a big eleven. Yeah. That's or, true. Or you know, or whatever. Why does it have to? Be it doesn't ten? have to. Doesn't have to be the the ones that are divisible by five. Yeah. <laughs> I just like even numbers. That's fair. That's like, fair. at the gas pump, ugh, I like to go... Is that up, tough for you? Well, I I always go up to whatever okay. is next. Yeah. It's I little, feel like I used to do that, but I don't, think I, I don't do it anymore. Or, like, I don't if know I why. know that the van can't take any more, I'll, like, do it, like, 25 cents or 50 cents or nice. 75 cents. But I just, you know... I don't know why I do that. My OCD okay. is really coming out this morning, huh? <laughs> I guess so, but that's okay. You know, sometimes you have more OCD mornings than others. That's right. <laughs> yeah. I do think it runs in our family, but that's a whole it, other discussion. It, yes, it does. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so I actually, I will say this. I have had some really good coffee lately, Ooh, but it was had? from... Yeah, but it was from a place that's in, like, Lake City, and oh, the only reason that? I, well, it's kind of, like, close to, well, it's sort of on the way to um, the Itchitakne Springs, oh, okay. <laughs> so the only reason I had it was because we've been, we've been there twice in two weeks now, yeah, and so nice. both times I was like, hey, can I stop at that place? Yes, <laughs> I totally understand that, Laura, yeah. because, so my eye doctor appointment is in Nashville, and every time I go to Nashville... <laughs> I quote unquote stop by a bakery. <laughs> it's twenty minutes out of the way, but you know, I'm like, I mean, and in the opposite direction too. So it's like, well, <laughs> it's like a road, a little road trip. It's totally, you know, totally out of the way. But but you know, I don't come on. do it all the time. So it's like, right? Exactly. I, I get it. Exactly. Like the stopping by. Oh, you're just you know, just going by. Yeah, I think I think Ben thought that maybe I only wanted to go to Itchitakne because this coffee shop was on the way. And you <laughs> but, know that's but totally no, I really... okay. You... <laughs> but no, I really did want to go. So, so what have you gotten um, there? Uh, I've just mostly gotten the um, they have like frozen coffees or whatever, oh, nice. you know, like yeah, yeah. And the first time I got a turtle one, oh, which was like delicious, caramel and chocolate. Yeah, nice. And then the second one, I got a toffee one, which had little bits of crunchy toffee on Yummy. it. And then it was toffee flavored. That oh, it was amazing. delicious. Mm. Yeah. So, and I also found another, um, like, uh, you know, on the shelves coffee that I really like. Yeah. It's called um, Chameleon oh. Coffee. Chameleon. Okay. Uh-huh. I think it's, I, I don't remember there's more to the name, but okay. Chameleon. Yeah. Um, and it's like a... Same kind of thing you were talking about before. It's like a concentrate kind oh, of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
And mostly, I'm not going to lie, mostly I just drink it straight up because I have stuff to buy coffee anyway. And so, you know. I figured um, out, like, I just will pour the concentrate in and then add the stuff I want to. Like, I don't dilute it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't actually add any water. I just add the stuff that I normally would have. Yeah. So, and that, that one was really good too. It's not cheap though, I will say. Yeah. Usually, the, any of those cold brews really kind of aren't. I need to go back to just making my own. Yeah, I was going to say, it's, it's I, just silliness because you can make your own. It's just the actual, like, uh, making it. The process. Know, well, and I have to say, I'm not sure which is cheaper. I would have to actually do the math really? because you do use a lot of beans making cold brew. Yeah, yeah that's so, true. I don't know. I'd have to actually do the math to see which one is, is actually Speaking cheaper. of beans, so. I just have to say really quickly that, uh, so our family went on a road trip and our first stop yes. was to Ohio where our oldest sister, Trisha lives. And, um, it was really, really fun seeing them. But, um, yeah. anywho, she took us to some salvage stores, which if you are not familiar with a salvage store, it's like a discount store for things that are going to expire, have expired, or like they just can't sell these items in the store. And a lot of stuff is like food. Um, yeah. And I used to go there all the time when I lived in Ohio, whenever I would visit Trisha. And so, you know, taking the family was fun because like, obviously. Yeah. I, I don't like know. Nostalgic. Just, yeah. And also, yeah. I don't, we don't really have anything like that here that I know of. So it yeah. was just kind of fun to have them experience that or whatever. But oh my goodness, she took me to one salvage store that was like different salvage stores are known for different things, apparently. And this oh, okay. one, one of the things that it had a lot of was coffee. Laura. Nice. It had Starbucks, like the big bag uh, coffee that I usually get for like. Nice. I usually spend $8 or $12 or whatever. And they were $3.99. <gasps> nice. I was like, this is my souvenir. And I like just start stocking them. Uh- <laughs> Nathan came around the corner. I won't buy anything else. <laughs> and he's like, oh my goodness. <laughs> uh, I was like, this is, this is my souvenir. Stop looking at me. <laughs> Look away. Look away. He was fine with it. And I really didn't like go super overboard. I think I got like five bags or whatever. But it's like, oh my goodness. And who cares if the expiration, I personally don't care if the expiration date is out. You might, but it, it, I'm, I might, I'm a little, I'm a little weird. Yeah. I, it depends. I don't know. I know. Cause honestly, you know, it just depends on what you can get. Cause a lot of times even in the store, I can't get super, super fresh. Yeah. But you know, I will say though, like, I feel like. I haven't noticed any difference when it comes to taste. Oh, good. Awesome. And, yeah, you know, I'm like, hey, it's super cheap and haven't noticed any flavor difference. Although. Nice. I'm not going to share our embarrassing story. However, there was a time <laughs> in the past when I could not tell the difference between a couple of different flavors. And it was. <laughs> Super embarrassing. (laughs) 
yeah, my palate isn't, you know, 100%, but... Mine is. <laughs> you know what? I don't That's even a know joke. if we still have that. Um, I don't either. That I'm not even going to... I mean, we're not putting it out into the public, but there's a super embarrassing no. video of me and Laura that none of you know what we're talking about, but we know what we're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And it's just, you know. Embarrassing. Anyway, um, <laughs> so moving smartly along. <laughs> I can tell you don't want me to talk anything about it, so let's talk about Emma. <laughs> Yes, I mean, I feel like for not having anything to say about coffee, we ended up having a lot to say about coffee. Okay, moving along, the longer. Uh, so, so Emma, 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 Emma. Okay. How do we feel? Is this your? It was this your first reading it of was. Emma? Yes. Oh, awesome! I love it. Yes. Okay. Um. Yeah. Tell me all of the things, girl. Okay. I will tell you all of the things. So, I... Okay. For anyone who has not read this book, uh, obviously, it is about Emma, uh, who is pretty... Emma Woodhouse. She she loves to consider herself as, like, uh, a matchmaker, and she promises that she's not going to, like toy with other people's emotions or be in anybody else's business but pretty much she does it through the whole book um, uh, yeah. <laughs> and she thinks that she's an expert because in the beginning of the book it talks about how she you know set up not set up but like paved the way for uh her nanny <laughs> and her which is what governess i to get yeah. married so yeah which is what I love because, like, her, you know, Mr. Knightley calls her out on it. Like, what do you mean? Like, you didn't do anything. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. And she's like, I did too. I knew it before anyone else. Yeah. Yeah. And then she's she like, So you about... guessed correctly? Right. Right. <laughs> That's not matchmaking. Right. <laughs> anyway, sorry. So, Mr. Knightley is like a neighbor, a longtime friend of the family. Yes. And pretty much goes in and out of the house as he pleases. Like, he just is really familiar with Emma's family. And then there's also um, this girl from, I think it's from, like, the town. She's, like, a, she's part of, yeah. like, a school in the town, right? Like yes. Some sort of, what are they called? Um, like a finishing school yeah, or, yeah. like, a, I mean, at that time it would have been considered their education yeah. like she she was probably learning you know music mm -hmm. and all sewing the, yeah. and you know all dancing all the proper and, things yes yes um but she uh emma takes her under her wing and is like i feel like she pretty much just becomes her friend so that quote unquote friend so that she can like match her with somebody and yeah. her name is Harriet and Harriet actually in near the beginning of the book uh, is um, interested in a man who is a farmer in the town and he's interested in her and Emma just I don't like through the whole book she's I felt like she was pretty snobbish <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, like, she's a snob. Okay, this is 
the part that was kind of hard for me, I feel like in the book, here's what I did, Laura. I read most of the book. I was kind of struggling throughout a little bit just because okay. I didn't really love Emma. And uh, I loved all the other characters. Yeah. But yeah. I just felt like she was super snobbish. And I... Yeah. she is. Yeah. And then I found... Um, have you seen the new Emma New, as in 2020, I think? Um, but, oh, who does it have it in? Oh, it's, there's... Yeah, there's a, a an is it is it a movie or is it's it a, a show? Movie. It's a movie. Okay, okay. I haven't seen it, but okay. yeah. So I was like, since I'm struggling with reading this, I was like three fourths of the way through the book. I was almost done. I was like, okay. I'm gonna watch the movie, then finish the book. So that's what I did because I hadn't seen that version yet. I'd seen two other versions: okay. the Gwyneth Paltrow one, and then there's another PBS masterpiece one that I had seen. And I okay. loved that one. Um, okay. See, so I had been familiar with the story through, like... the Yeah, the movies yeah. and stuff. And not necessarily the book. And then okay. I watched the newest movie. I thought it was hilarious. Like, <laughs> and it's not even... I feel like they stayed so true to the book. There, It was very, very... Well, I think it's book. a hilarious book. I think the book's really funny. Like I Well that was I mean, my that was my problem. I felt like the book I could not picture the funniness of the book, but then when it was on screen, I was like, Oh, okay. Like it clicked for me for some reason. Oh, okay. And I was Makes like, sense. That is hilarious. That is so funny. Like the father who is always yes. dreadfully afraid of like catching a cold or like you know, yes. getting a wind from somewhere. Like a a draft. Book, yeah, a yes. draft. And in the book, it talks, like, for a whole chapter about how they can't have a ball. Because, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you know, they can't have it at this certain place because of the draft. And the women will, you know, yes. just pretty much faint and die. And, yes, and in the book, I, know. <laughs> I just was like, why are we talking about this for a whole chapter? But then in the he's movie, so weird. Like, it, for me, it was hilarious. Like, yeah. he had all these walls that he would he would have the servants, like, put up. And he would sit by the fire with all these walls and stuff. Like, his whole screens. Yes, his screens. And I just, I don't know. For me, the movie kind of brought it together. That's so awesome. I enjoyed I it. it more. And then. That makes sense, yeah. I was able to finish the book, and I was like, okay, I could. I could picture it in my mind better. And I don't yeah. usually do that. Like, I really enjoy reading the book first, then watching the movie. Like, I'm doing yeah. that with my kids right now. We um, <clears throat> we just finished Sarah Play Natal, and we want to watch the movie. And now we started uh, Mary Poppins, and we're going to watch the movie at the end. You know, like, I like to do that. Yeah, yeah. But um, for me, just with this book, I... I felt like it was a good um, tool to use for me to, like, fully yeah. be able to picture it. Does that make sense? Yeah. I can. Oh, I totally understand that. Yeah. I, 
So I will say, I have read Emma before. I can't tell you how many times I really don't know. Mm. It may have only, I mean, I read Jane Austen books every once in a while. Yeah. Um, but I couldn't tell you specifically which ones or when I, you know, yeah. so I, I don't remember. But um, so it's definitely not my first reading. But I will say I could see where this could be one that could maybe drag a little bit for yes. people or feel a little bit like, okay, uh, you know, I need I, I could I could see where where a movie would help. Yeah. I could totally imagine yeah. that. Um, well, even so that's small... completely understandable. All the little digs or all the sarcastic, uh, even Uh, (laughs) ways that she presented herself or like her eye rolls or her, you know, yes, like seeing it helped me hear the story better. Does that make sense? Well, this one, yes, totally. This one, Emma specifically to me relies so heavily on the sort of what's considered polite Mm. and what's considered um sort of good breeding yes where and and then the opposite of that what is what would be considered kind of you know tacky or yeah yeah gauche or however you pronounce it i don't know how to say the word but you know what i mean like what it, it relies on that a lot yeah and so if you don't understand like you know, 18th century right. or seven, you know, 19th century, you know, British, right. you know, sort of society and how mm-hmm. they viewed, you know, how, how a person from the upper echelons of their hierarchy mm-hmm. sort of would view some of these behaviors or manners of speaking, mm-hmm. then you're not going to see the humor in right. it. You know what I mean? Right. So it takes, it, it definitely, and even I am like, okay, I wonder if that would be considered really, you know, like you can yeah. sort of see places where you're going like, okay, she's clearly <laughs> super annoyed, you know, that kind right, of thing. Right. And I just think, I mean, I think you definitely hit on something with her being a snob because I think that's actually how she was written. Yeah. I think Jane Austen, and, and I actually I know it because I read a quote before that talked about like Jane Austen was like saying that I don't know if anyone's going to like this book because mm. I basically wrote a character that only I like, mm. that no one else is going to like. Which she is thought it was hilarious. I mean, I guess she saw the humor in Emma, but it's interesting that yes. she liked her. I uh, think it, she likes. That she is, you know, sort of um, sarcastic. Yes, and, yes. Um, even though she's technically obeying the rules of good society, inside yeah. she's just, like, fuming and, like, yeah. y- you know. <laughs> and she and she still manages to find ways to tell people exactly what she thinks of them. Yeah. Even though, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so... I, I agree. Emma's not a super likable character. Yeah, yeah. Um, but at the same time, I do think she represents that society yes. and how they would have viewed some of these matches. Oh, yeah. And how they would have thought, you know, that would be way below your dignity to even consider, yeah. you know, Harriet or, you know, it's, it's so foreign to our right. democratic minds. So for me, you know? it was interesting to think of this character that Jane Austen is writing compared to other female characters that she has written about that I loved. Yeah. I loved yeah. her other female characters in her other books. And I think yes. that's another reason there was such a contrast 
Um, yeah. For me, that I, th- that's another reason maybe I struggled because I loved those other characters. And then yeah. Emma was so different that yeah. it, it took a while for me to be like, I mean, even in the end, though, even in the end of Emma, I was still not in love with her after everything that happened. And, like, I just feel like, like, with the whole um, scene where they're at Box, is it Boxwood? Oh, yep. Yeah. Yeah. And she, you know, lets out a sarcastic remark and it does not fly. And everybody is like, wow, she's a jerk. Let's leave. Uh, yeah. Um, and she really is. She really was being a jerk. And yeah, uh, she never really said she was sorry for that. She tried in her own way. And maybe that's the whole society thing. Like, yeah, you know, she I don't know. Like, yeah, to me, if it were real life, I would be like, she needs to apologize. I realize right. it's a book and, right. you know, and there's a lot of things being said about, you know, society and um, things like that. And I but think that's, I, I don't know, I, I, I think struggled that with she character. probably, oh, I, I totally understand. And I think that, um, you know, not, Mr. Knightley, for example, would yeah. have found a way to apologize mm-hmm. without it being, um, Beneath his dignity or whatever. Yeah. Whereas Emma, I think she just wants to try to make it up to her and she just can't really actually bring herself to say, Mm -hmm. you know, I, I, what I said was wrong. Please forgive me. Right. You know, which is what Um, I don't really like about her. Like she's very not, she's not humble and she's not willing to, To say, like, everybody around you, Emma, everybody around you saw how horrible that was. Right. you can't say, well, maybe that was not great. (laughs) Right. And you know, she's Well, and I think that's part of the, right, and I think that's part of the problem in in that type of society that you end up with these um, inequities where, you know, for one reason or another you know, both sides would consider it inappropriate for mm-hmm. her to actually apologize. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But yeah, I think about, again, I think about specifically Mr. Knightley. He would have found a way mm-hmm. to make it okay for him to apologize. Right, right. I just think he would have found a way. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? So I, I think it's an excuse on her part, right. you know, right. to just say, well, it wouldn't be proper. Mm-hmm. You know, Um, so and I and I do think that, yeah, she just (laughs) she's not she's not a super likable character. I will agree with you, but I do think she can be funny at times in the way that she responds to stuff. Yes, Um, I agree with that. So, okay, so let me ask who is your favorite character? And since obviously it's not Emma, who's your favorite (laughs) character? (sighs) Okay. um. Who is my favorite character? I might have to think about that for a minute. Um, Because I liked Mr. Knightley, uh, but their relationship I didn't necessarily like because they were, again, I mean, Emma's Emma and they were always butting heads. I feel like at times he was more of a fatherly figure, but then uh, 
you know, they fell in love. So, <laughs> right. It's like, Which again is a sort of a, a statement of the times yeah. because I think, uh, you know, in earlier time periods, I think women did sort of look to their husband, um, almost as more of a, I mean, he's still their husband, but right. also, you know, for a lot of guidance and yeah. moral direction mm-hmm. and, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, he's picking up where my father, leave, you know, as mm-hmm. if I leave his house, I'm coming into, if I leave my dad's house, I'm coming into right. his house and right. he now takes on that role. Yeah. Um, so I think that would be very typical yeah. of, you know, of the time period. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so Jane Fairfax, I think, is an interesting character. In the book, I'm getting the perspective from Emma about Jane Fairfax, which I think is unique in her book as well. The perspective is from her head. Um, Yes. So that is interesting, you know. But uh, in the book, I didn't necessarily love Jane Fairfax because I was looking at it from Emma's perspective. However... Right. When I kind of stepped out of that and saw her as just kind of this sweet, loving, like, didn't didn't really have any issues with anybody. But, like, she also was yeah. kind of Emma's equal slash rival. Um, yeah, and I think there's a lot of jealousy yes, that there, there went is. into it on Emma's side. But I kind of like Jane just because yeah. she's... Uh, she's quiet. She's not into anybody's business. She's almost the opposite of Emma, but yeah. still very socially, um, you know, acceptable and uh, yeah. loved by everybody. <clears throat> right. So, um, I thought she was an interesting character. Um, I was. I will say, I was a little confused about why Jane Fairfax would be considered Jane or um, Emma's rival rival because to me it seems like um obviously they somehow run in the same social circles even though her family is very poor right but they must be considered gentlewomen on some level Mm -hmm. because they run in the same circles they're always invited to the dinners and the you know the balls and right. the things that happen. They're always you know, and you you wouldn't invite people who were that is true. You know, sort I didn't of even think about station. that, but I do think she was very um, uh, accepted. Uh, I mean, she was accomplished. Like yes, you know, for sure, she had all of these qualities that a lady would have. So, it just makes me wonder about her uh, her yeah. lineage and her her family because it sounds like maybe her parents were were um, maybe like a lord and lady or something, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you know somehow the family I think her parents died or something she's an orphan yes and then the family must have fallen on hard times or something yeah. and don't they don't have money anymore but they're still considered you know, part of that upper society group. Right. Um, But I just found it so interesting because it's like, um, here Emma is like jealous of her when she in every, you know, in every way is in a higher category of society. You Mm -hmm. know, she has nothing to be jealous of except for the fact that, you know, she's 
more accomplished than you. (laughs) But, you know, I will say that the piano, um, the whole piano scene, like, gave me a little I bet that's hilarious in the movie. It is. Oh, that's gotta be funny. in the book, it was like, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, It's pretty funny. It is. And then, okay, so Mr. Elton and his wife gave me a little (laughs) bit of a chuckle. And I, I... Yeah, they might be, like, my favorite characters only because they brought such lighthearted, like, yeah. uh, feeling to the whole, like, it's very, it's, like, Emma's perspective is kind of um, heavy at times, I feel like. Yes. And very yeah. rigid and... Yep. Uh, Structured. Yes. and Yeah. And, like... They just kind of made me laugh. <laughs> just, yeah. Like, they brought a lightheartedness to the story, I guess. Yeah. Um, but I do think it's funny how, in the book at least, it definitely changes over time for me. Because you, st- you start out, like, seeing this, you know, especially Mrs. Elton, yes. as just being sort of um, tacky. Yes, totally. In the way that she yeah. behaves. But it's funny. Yes. Like, it just makes me laugh. But then later on, you start to see, okay, she gets a little bit, like, vengeful. Because yeah. clearly she can tell that Emma doesn't like her. Yes. And so she starts to sort of get kind of mean. You know, like yeah. like with the whole scene with Harriet where she they purposely yes. snub Harriet. Yes. You know? Yeah. Um, because she's Emma's friend. Yeah. So... You know, so it's kind of like, at first I sort of just thought she was hilarious. And then by the end, I'm like, you're mean, yes, you know, she, like, yes. <laughs> oh totally my agree. word. <laughs> yeah. The whole, yeah, Harriet, anyway. <laughs> the character of Harriet uh, was interesting to me too. Not only her relationship with Emma, but also I just felt like, I almost felt like it was a, not predator-prey relationship, but Emma yeah. very much wanted to mold her and thought she was oh, like, yeah. doing what was best for Harriet, but really it was super selfish, and yep. um, Harriet just went along with it. And I think that's because she saw this obviously established woman who was rich, and that's everything in that society, but yep. Harriet... Never, I mean, in by the end, she stood on her own two feet and she, you know, said what she wanted, but only because every other avenue sort of. just totally <laughs> fell apart. Uh, yeah, know? exactly. So I, she's definitely, I mean, she's a person who couldn't make a decision to save her life. Yeah. She, that's just. But I, also I, such but a people pleaser. Like she. Yes. She wouldn't do anything without knowing that someone was approving of it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And And I think part of that was her age, because she's younger. Yeah. And part of it was her, her station. Like you said, it was almost, it almost could be looked at as predatory because Emma is in every possible way, way up the ladder for her. So if she's going to say no to Emma, it would probably feel a lot like almost making a powerful enemy. Right. And, you know, for someone who has kind of has to marry Mm -hmm. and marry as well as she can. Mm -hmm. It kind of makes sense that she would want to please Emma Mm -hmm. because this is someone who can help me, you know? 
why can introduce me or you know whatever yeah um the whole idea of emma not wanting to marry throughout a lot of the book why do you think jane austen wrote it that way do you think i mean i think that's a key um theme of the book you know but i'm just curious what you think about her um like why she why Emma was so adamant about that and then obviously by the end of the book she's in love with Mr. Knightley and they get married so yeah I think um there was a few different things going into that um on the one level I think she was probably stating at least a good chunk of the truth in that she really couldn't improve upon her situation Mm -hmm. she has a father who is always thinks everything she ever does is right and perfect Mm -hmm. you know her mother's dead so she she doesn't have a mother telling her you know because sometimes moms can be a little more like pushy girl you got to get on your game you know like um and dads can be a little more like oh it's my one and only daughter you know not always but sometimes yeah um and she's got you know all the resources she'll ever need Mm -hmm. by staying at home um, but that's and she's already running the household. Like, I never looked at love that way. <laughs> like, I, yeah, I don't know. And I think that that's, I, I think that's very typical of you know the difference again between sort of a democratic mind and a and a a person coming at it from a very. Um, I do think a lot of it was very logical mm-hmm. because. And I think even at times people would marry someone, you know, who they had a good, who it was a good match. Mm -hmm. And especially for the men, Mm -hmm. consider love to be something totally different. Mm -hmm. You know, like love would be your mistress or love, you know, that would be a whole different thing. Not as much for the women. They didn't have that choice. But I mean, I I think I think it comes from a long line of seeing those two as two different things, because if you look back like in medieval times and Middle Ages, it it was it was just very much that way. Like you married for the family connection, um, for the equal standing in society, Mm. or hopefully maybe you could catch someone who is a little higher, Mm. you know, in standing. Um, And and it's just a long line of looking at it very differently yeah than we look at marriage yeah that makes sense um it was it was much more of a partnership yeah. like you're teaming up with this other family mm. hmm. um and so and they'd be looking at even like bloodlines and yeah. like how far back does your family history go and yeah. how long have you been in this uh particular establishment like this county seat or whatever you know mm-hmm. so I think it comes from a long line of looking at it that way okay. versus what we view as looking at marriage would right. be, you know, if you love them. Right. Um, so, yeah, it's just a very different mindset. Mm-hmm. And I think she just didn't see any real advantage, which married. she's kind of right, right, you know. Um, but then what, she's why our, the shift? Because I think by the end she realized she really did, she really was in love with Mr. But Knightley. here's the thing, throughout the book I just felt like they had animosity for each other and they kind of fought all the time like they were at at opposite ends on a lot of uh 
topics. And so... Yeah, but most of the time, Emma knew that Mr. Knightley was right, and she didn't want to say it. Well, yes. Yes. Yeah, I agree with that. But also, haven't you ever heard, I mean, some of these people that fight the most are fighting against something? Yes. Do you buy into that? I mean, that's a loaded question. Um, <laughs> but like, I would say there's there can be something to it. Um, because, I, I mean, I know there are couples who it's like, it seems like they fight all the time, yeah. but they seem to make up really well and just still want to be together. Right. You know? Right. Um, but in Emma's case, I think it was more a matter of, again, going back to that whole, yes. you know, looking at your spouse as being almost more of a moral leader and a you know someone uh-huh. to sort of direct you through life kind of thing um i think that's most of what was happening throughout the book was him trying to guide her in the right direction right. and she was fighting it you know right, right um so i you know it's it's weird because i feel like this this particular chunk of their lives yeah they're at odds a lot mm-hmm. but i wonder what it looked like right before right or after yeah yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Cause they obviously both decided they had affection for each other. Right. That's another you know? difference between Emma and some of Jane Austen's other work. I feel like there was maybe because they were lower class in some of these other books, they felt a connection with a person. And it wasn't just about what can this person give me if I were to marry them. It was about I think I love this person, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And and you're probably right. I think maybe sometimes the lower classes almost felt a little more freedom to, Mm -hmm. to just say, Oh, I just really want to be with this person. Um, because they knew they weren't going to make an amazing match. Right. You know, there, um, and some people would still, even from the bottom rungs, be trying to figure out how to get to higher rungs. But But some people, I think, I think that that may be true. Mm-hmm. Maybe some people down kind of towards the bottom thought, I might as well just marry for love because mm-hmm. it's not like I'm going to make, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, some amazing match and become, right, you know, right. lady of the castle kind of thing, right. you know? Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. That's interesting. Yeah. Were there other characters? I'm trying to think. Uh, I mean, I will say for me, it's probably between... Mrs. Elton, uh-huh. I, I think, is hilarious, yes. but again, she kind of gets a little mean at me. Yes, yeah. Um, and, and probably Mr. Woodhouse. I mean, he's hilarious, really? dude. Like, the guy cannot, like, he's just so sit weird. and... He is so weird. ...without freaking out. <laughs> like, I think it's hilarious. Uh, yes, he I is mean, humorous. every last thing yeah. is, you know, analyzed down to the minutia yes. of... <laughs> Now, for I me, just think it's so funny. Reading that is like, oh my gosh, dude, just let it go. <laughs> I know. And they and they all cater to it. Yes. Like, yes. They, it's not just like, oh, he's crazy, whatever. Right. They're like, well, that's true, Father. Let me, okay, like, could I just, let me. Like the whole snow um, uh, yes. incident <laughs> where someone okay. mentioned that it might snow yes. and he was I, like. <laughs> Besides, I do think you know. I kind of forgot about that character, the mm-hmm. brother-in-law, Emma's brother-in-law. Yeah, he's pretty funny too. Yeah, because he he 
can sometimes go along and uh-huh. with the with the the accepted pattern of mm-hmm. cater to to daddy and sometimes he'll just be sick of it and yeah. he will purposely yes introduce anxiety yeah because he just wants to because he just wants to he just wants to poke the bear uh-huh yeah like i and i thought it was hilarious yeah. i'm like dude i could see myself in that a little bit like wouldn't you every once in a while just want to be like, hey, I wonder if it's going to storm. It's right. probably totally going to storm. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> I mean, come on. How are you not going to mess with that every once in a while? Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just thought it was funny. hilarious. I did forget about him, actually. but <laughs> I do like his character. And then they're her sister. Emma's sister is the same as the dad. Yes. Like, she's all fussy, too. Yeah. I just thought it was yes. funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just thought it was hilarious. Yeah, I really, I did enjoy most of the characters. Um, and I thought that they, I did like the sarcastic part of the books and the wittiness of it. For me, the hardest character was Emma. Yeah. And I think that's fair. Like, like I said, I mean, Jane Austen kind of wrote her that way on purpose. Like she was like, she saw the humor in Emma, but she knew that most people would be kind of turned off by Emma because she's such a snob and she's just, I guess I'm just a commoner. <laughs> no, no, I don't think so. <laughs> no, I, I don't think so. Emma as just a total snob. Oh, I do too. She's not a super likable character. Yeah. I don't disagree at all. Yeah. Um, because it's like if she was just snobbish, but she made up for it in right. something else. Right. It you could maybe get on board, but she yeah. doesn't really have a lot that. No, and she's way kind of counteract that. That she yeah. has never done anything wrong in her whole entire life. and Yes. Yeah. And you can see where that came from. Mm-hmm. Because that's how she's been treated. Oh, right. You know? Right. Yeah. Except from Mr. Knightley. He's the only one who has always told her the truth. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So it's a little confusing why he's in love with her, but, you know. Exactly. It's like, why do you love this brat? I don't know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> It's okay. Exactly. <laughs> and you're right. We don't see the aftermath of like them falling in love and, you know, people do. Yeah, you gotta wonder. And, yeah. You gotta wonder. Yeah. That is because it sounds to, to me think about. like he's always been the one to kind of redirect her when she was mm-hmm. in the wrong. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I feel like we see a lot of that in this particular time period. Right. And how much would there have been? growing up and how much would there be after they're married i don't know you know but yeah Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) i know it is like they're one of those couples who it's like you're always fighting why do you guys are you together you You know like do you love each other (laughs) and yet sometimes i think they really do and it's like yeah (laughs) okay yeah i know i know yes it was a little bit uh weird to me mind-boggling just that their quote unquote love story. I don't know. I didn't always buy it. Yeah. But yeah. It, I guess, I mean, you do have a point that, like, and she did and look there up are... to him as a father figure, and maybe that was part of it too. 
Yeah, I think so. But I, you know, and there are little hints here and there, at least on his side, yes. for sure. Yes. That he, that he's, he likes he her more her. than just. Yes. Yeah. I um, agree. So you can kind of see it on his side. I just don't necessarily see it on her side. It yeah, hers is much more sudden. A little bit like a, a big leap from, I don't need to marry. I'm very established to, oh, I think I love you. And maybe, I don't know, sometimes that's how love is. Like, just Well, realize... I think she also, yeah, but I think she also realized too, once it once the prospect of him being someone else's wife. Yes, yes. Came along because she realized that then because if, if everything stayed the same, mm-hmm. then she he could still drop in casually and mm-hmm. they could still have, you know, the same almost the same relationship. Right. Where, you know, if he marries someone else, that's all out the door, out right. the window. You know, like you're right. not going to get to just hang out with him yeah. and shoot the breeze like all the time. Yeah. The and, jealous you know, like love. just drop it. Jealous, but also I think she realized what she'd be losing. Yeah. Like, she realized, Mm -hmm. like, I, you know, I really, I want him in my life every day. Mm -hmm. You know, like, all all the time. Yeah. Like, he has been. also, she had lost her nanny, and she realized that just because her nanny lived close doesn't mean that you're going to have the same relationship after a marriage. So she was probably looking at that relationship, too, like, yes, like she kept saying to people, "Oh, but she only lives half a mile down the road." And but yeah. she did see the effects of she really doesn't live here anymore, and I right. don't get to see her as much as I want to. And things just change right. when people get married. And I think she right. saw the real effects of that when with that relationship. So she probably yeah, knew, I agree. You know, with Mister Knightley, that's. Even though we say, yeah, we'll still get to see him. Yeah. What does that, that it really would not be like? the same. Yeah. And total side note here, but I do think it's hilarious that I think the possibility of Miss Taylor or Mrs. Weston mm-hmm. be having a baby comes up maybe once and then all of a sudden there's a baby. Uh, yes. <laughs> yes. She just... Like I was, I remember... I think there was one mention of something about if there were ever to be a baby or something like uh-huh, that. Uh-huh. I mean, the way it was phrased made it sound like, okay, you know, she's married now, so there could be children. Right. And then the next thing you know, there's Bam. she's had a baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay, that was your polite Victorian way of saying. Exactly. She's didn't, pregnant. Didn't you know that's how they, how they have babies, Laura? You just speak it. it You say that maybe someday you could have a child. (laughs) I just thought that was hilarious. I'm like, wait, what? I missed that birth announcement. What? Like, (laughs) yeah. You don't. I'm trying to remember where I heard you don't even like they didn't even used to say the word pregnant. It was like inappropriate. Yeah. Oh no. I can't remember the word that. that they used indisposed or something i don't know something ridiculous uh, yeah and it's like okay whatever <laughs> yeah i don't i just thought it was hilarious because i mean i feel like i i do pretty okay with some of that victorian speech yes, yes but i had no i didn't yeah i didn't catch it yeah <laughs> <laughs> just popped up on you there <laughs> i'm like oh i guess that meant okay <laughs> and there anyway is. Oops, there it is. <laughs> Oops, there it is. 
Um, <laughs> yeah, if I if I were a better editor, I'd edit that out. <laughs> um, but <laughs> uh, but that'd be too much of a pain. Um, so yeah, is there was there anybody anything else you wanted to talk about before? I don't think so. I think I'm before the I'm ending. okay with letting Emma go. Okay. Well, let's let's rate this thing. Yes. Let's rate this bad boy. Yes. Shall we? Yes. You want to go first? Sure. Or Okay. I'm going to give Emma a strong Javalia. Uh, All right. Which is okay. A number 4. Number 1. Okay, I was debating even at the beginning of this conversation, which happens a lot, but I yes, feel for like, me too. Yes, I feel like um just talking through it even helped me like work through it mentally in my brain. Yeah. Um, yeah. But also, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to feel shame for, which I know there's no shame, uh, except for the shame of, <laughs> <laughs> of watching the movie. Like, oh, no. Most of the way through, because for me, that was a good visual. And I just yeah. feel like that was. That helped me read the rest of the book, to be honest. Yeah. Oh, so, I, I have. Yeah, that that's and, I think that's a genuine technique when you're struggling, yeah. but you really want to finish something. Yeah. You know, like where you're like, no, I really do want to see how it ends, but I'm just struggling. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, I think that's perfectly fine. And yeah. I psh, I'd do the same if I was, yeah. you know, and the book was not lazy. Very, <laughs> the movie was very close to the book, like everything that happened, not everything, but a lot. Most of what happened in the book was happening in the movie so it was like it wasn't like this totally off base you know resource or whatever okay but, yeah um it I'll did have to help me enjoy the sarcastic part of the book more so gotcha so yeah yeah I'll have to find out where you got that because I'd watch that oh, I've never seen that version no so. you can watch it for free with ads on Amazon Prime that's oh nice I, okay that's where I watched it so yeah and it's like the 2020 yeah version or something like that okay yeah i will check it out yes you should i think you would enjoy it oh i'm sure i would yeah and yeah, I really, that'll be one of the my favorite version was the pbs version um however okay. it was like super long and i can't remember if it i think it was a movie but it was like four hours or something like it was really long. oh okay so this one isn't as long okay. as that um but yeah you should check it out. Okay. So anyway, Jamalia for me, which is nice. a four. And awesome. what about you? So I feel the same way that I just, it, for me, I will read a book and then I I almost feel like I have to decide after we've sort of talked it through as yeah. well, yeah. because that's really helpful to me. And I feel like it's part of the enjoyment of the book yes. for me, of yeah, being able to it. talk through it with you. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so I was a little bit on the fence at the beginning. Uh-huh. I was trying to decide, too, between a... Eight o'clock and a Javalia, and okay. I landed on Javalia because okay. I really enjoyed talking about it with you. Yeah, so, yeah, um, yeah. I'm I'm at a Javalia as nice. well. Nice. I bumped you yeah. up to a Javalia, baby. Bumped it right on up. <laughs> Sipping our Javalia. Exactly. Nice. So, yeah. So, Emma. Mm-hmm. Um. So for next time. You wanna you wanna tell what what book sure. is our next one? Yeah. Oh, and 
slight aside before she does that. Oh, yes. Um, just wanted to let everyone know that we no longer have our website. Um, yeah. So if you were going to the website to find out orders and that kind of thing of the books and whatnot, it is no longer up. Yes. Sadly. Yeah. Um, However, but you yes, can still you can find always... yes the information that you need on Facebook. Um, yes. Because we have a page called Grounds for Discussion, and you can still find the link there to the Apple podcast. Or you could go to Apple, uh, search Grounds for Discussion, or you could search it pretty much anywhere. You could do it on Spotify, any yep. anywhere that you listen to podcasts, you could still find our yes. show. So. And also, um, the Facebook page, just so you know, every once in a while we'll put up just questions for people to sort of mm-hmm. begin discussions on the page or talk about different aspects of books that we think are interesting yeah. on the page. So um, feel free to visit that yeah. and check that out. Um, yeah, it's just grounds for discussion, right, Beck? Yep. Grounds for discussion. Yep. Yep. Um, and then for our next book pick, we are doing another classic called A Separate Piece, um, and that is by John Knowles. Is that how you say his yep. last name? John Knowles? Yep. Um, and I must admit, this is another one that I know nothing about. And sometimes I like going in blind, you know, because yeah. you get a fresh perspective. And uh, yeah, it's it's interesting to do that sometimes. So yeah. Yeah, I really don't know what that book is about. <laughs> well, I, I read it in high school, but I think that's the only time I've read it. So okay. it's going to be quite fresh for me as well. Yeah. I know just a tiny bit, and that's that's it. So okay. I think it'll be fun. This is one that I'm yeah. not, I don't have a, a good grasp on anymore. Yeah. So Yeah, and um, that will be our book pick for the month of July. So yes. uh, we hope that you join us for uh, our July read of a separate piece. And as always, we hope that your coffee and your books are a perfect blend. <laughs>